Hi, welcome to Colonial Williamsburg, past and present on history.org. This is behind the scenes where you meet the people who work here. That's my job. I'm Lloyd Dobbins, and mostly I ask questions. This time I'm asking Lance Pettigo, and at Colonial Williamsburg, he's drum major of fifes and drums. Lance is preparing for the fourth annual weekend of Drummer's Call, May 18th through 20th in Williamsburg. I come across a lot of terms, but I have no idea what drummer's call means. Well, drummer's call is an actually an 18th century tune that summoned the musicians together. So we've taken that title and applied it to uh, today's gathering of fife and drum units from around the country. Oh, okay. And uh, what what do you do at drummer's call? Well, um, there's a long history of military music gatherings. Um, some have heard of military tattoos. Some have heard of military musters, and this is our kind of reworking of that <clears throat> of that model, and bringing in period military music groups to perform here at our Living History Museum in Williamsburg. Oh, okay. Uh, May 18th. What's May 18th? May 18th is a Friday. What else is it? Um, Armed Forces oh, Day. Oh, okay. Armed Forces Day is uh, on that Saturday, actually. Oh, so th- so it's in a way it's kind of like an Armed Forces Day sure. thing, yes. but for musical units. Yes, sir. Okay, now you've gotten these units together to do what? Uh, to basically do their thing, what they do best. Um, a lot of these units have spent countless hours replicating uniforms of particular units and perfecting the music that would have been played. And Clinton Williamsburg is known as the foremost, I guess, venue as far as an 18th century living history museum. So it's really an honor for them to be a a part of the weekend here. And this is our fourth annual one. It keeps getting bigger. Uh, We even have a unit coming in, or two units coming in, sorry, one unit coming in from Canada this year, from Ontario. Okay. I was in Canada long ago in 64, and there was a, in, in those days, a costumed fife and drum corps, they called it right. then. Right. Uh, and they performed at a rebuilt fort in Toronto. Ah. And they were really quite good. Fantastic. These, uh, the Canadians that are coming this year are the drums of the Crown Forces, and they're actually doing an 1812 uh, impersonation, their unit. Uh, so sometimes we step just a little bit out of the 18th century, <laughs> just to just to see where it went after that time period. A small 12 years. Who yeah, wants to complain that's, that's about right. 12 years? But people coming to see this see what? They see uh, a display which kicks off um, on the Saturday at one o'clock. We do a grand march and review. So all of these units, they'll be. About 12 units marching down the street, down the Duke of Gloucester Street, and they each get showcased for a few minutes on Market Square. Uh, so there's plenty of opportunity to watch and hear the patriotic music at that point. And then in the evening, um, 6 o'clock, we have a tattoo, a military tattoo. But it's just fife and drum, and then interspersed with some period military demonstrations. So we'll have musket men and cannon firings, and even a, a dragoon uh, demonstration on horseback where they, where they cut at the heads. 
Not real heads, but uh, good. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. I think that may may build up your audience somewhat. <laughs> we talked once before, and you were the one who told me that the fifes and fifes and drums of all the units, every place, were the principal means of communication. That's right. Which I did not know, I, I, and that does that get explained anywhere in the uh, in the uh, the uh, drummer's call? Actually, it does. On that Sunday, we have a program called Two Arms, which, again, is another 18th century field music call, which is calling the men to their arms. But we will demonstrate those units that have come to uh, Williamsburg how the musket and the fife and drum work together, the weapon and the music. And so their movements and actions are actually communicated through the music of the fife and drum. Mm -hmm. You said earlier, and I, was, I, I wasn't listening carefully, so I let it go by, that uh, Trummer's Call was a piece of music played to summon the musicians. The musicians. But if it's to summon the musicians, who plays Trummer's Call? Good question. Uh, usually there would be a fifer and drummer always on post. Oh, okay. And they could, they would be able to call the sound for an alarm or whatever they needed to do, and relay that command to the other musicians. Because I was sometime after I talked to you the first time, I was reading over some history of Yorktown, and did not know that the fighting stopped because a British drummer boy climbed to the top of a parapet and beat the signal for. Uh, Negotiation or parley or whatever it's called. Parley and, and ceasefire would have also been used. Oh, okay. That type of yeah, yeah that, that would have helped, wouldn't it? Get your attention. And I always thought, wow, if I were the little drummer boy, would I have wanted to go out during a siege when everybody and his brother was shooting at me? Uh, but I read a description by one of the uh, Continental Forces that as soon as they saw the boy... Everybody stopped firing, uh, even though they could not hear what he was playing. They figured they better listen to what he's got going. We can start shooting again later. From what we can tell, there was a mutual respect for the position of the musician. Mm -hmm. And their uniform was actually the opposite color of their particular regiment, just so you could designate or and, and, and see that that musician is indeed supposedly a non-combatant, and was there to communicate those types of orders. Yeah, he's, he's not carrying a rifle, so you know, don't shoot at him. Correct. Uh, were there songs used in battle? Uh, mostly drum beatings. Um, and drummer is a term that was used interchangeably between a drummer and a fifer. And so it's very hard sometimes in reading some of this documentation when they say the drummer beats or the drummer plays this particular tune, whether it was actually a drum beating or a combination of, of both. <laughs> or all sorts of people going at it as best they could. That's right. In a typical day, you would hear uh, beatings such as the roast beef of Old England, time to eat. Oh. Um, okay. Pioneer's march, work details, drummer's call, call the drummers. See, now... Both the English and the Continental troops had fife and drums. That's right. Uh, 
how did you know each other's signals? Or were the Continentals trained, actually, in the long run by England? So, With those same um, procedures that the... Um, and the same manuals that the English had learned their beatings from, we are learning that same tradition. Okay. So proximity to your fifer and drummer would help you designate who you're listening to. Um, warfare obviously being very different than it is today. Um, you're, you're basically on the other side of the field from mm -hmm. your enemy. Okay, England and what would become the United States used fifes and drums. Who else? Well, obviously Canada, because they're from the same place. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as drummers call, uh -huh. um, those are the, basically the regiments that we have represented. And during the, during the War for Independence, there was obviously the Hessians were also involved, the French were also involved, and we have depicted those in the past. Don't have any Hessian units this year. Yeah, a little, little short on Hessian. Right. <laughs> Hopefully in the future. <laughs> now, the other groups that we do have, um, we do have a group coming in from California, Mountain Fifes and Drums. We have a group from Rhode Island, the Patuxet Rangers. Um, near us here is the Yorktown Fifes and Drums, which participate in our event every year. Um, Middlesex 4-H, which is an interesting story, and they are totally run, and all the commands on their field are given by the kids. And these are kids involved with a 4-H program in the Massachusetts area that actually interprets... Um, the fifing and drumming of the 18th century through their fife and drum group. And really interesting to see them yeah, play in it, March. Uh, all their commanders are... They're all kids. All kids. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, why not? I guess uh, if I've read history correctly, uh, the 18th century fife and drums were all kids. Mm -hmm. So why not have kid commanders? That's right. Probably work out better anyway. Well, it wouldn't work out worse. I mean, uh, how many people come to see this? What do you? I mean, what do you? I know it's terribly unfair to ask, but that's me. Uh, what do you expect? In the past, when we first started, we were just relying on whatever visitor was in town. We mm -hmm. hadn't really started promoting it. We wanted to see if it was going to go over, and I, I would say that about a thousand people showed up for the. Uh, the day's festivities for the march and the tattoo just from those people that have been there. But it's since grown. I'd say it's probably doubled. Oh, good. I uh, Actually, I would like to see it, largely because I years ago I uh, played drums. And I'd like to kind of see where it came from. That's right. And I, I assume that's it. But now that I think of it, where did it come from? Fifing and drumming um, basically began in Europe. Um, Swiss mercenaries began using the 14th and the 15th century, using instruments that were meant to intimidate their enemies. Scots bagpipes. Exactly. <laughs> Which would intimidate me. Sure, sure. And those techniques kept getting developed, borrowed from different units, different countries. Um, and... It actually became a symbol of your unit's prosperity, especially in the British Army, by how many musicians you could field. 
and the variety of instruments that you could field. And hence the military band started to emerge, not just as signal instruments, but more for ceremonial pomp and circumstance. These, uh -huh. these bands and instruments were borrowed from various countries that they had been in. Why am I not surprised that the English would get into pomp and circumstance? <laughs> and still going on today. <laughs> Drummer's Call is May 18th through 20th in Williamsburg. That's Colonial Williamsburg, past and present this time. Check history.org often. We'll post more for you to download and hear.